Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Patrick. That's the sound guy, Joe. Hi. And that's our co-host, Tatum. Hello. Happy holidays, everybody. This is Delta number 24, I think. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't even know, and I just pulled that out of my ass. Hold I on. just, rem- it's, it is 24. Cause it's, it is it's, 24. It's right. uh, two years we've been doing <laughs> Deltas. Over, yeah. Coming on three. Wow, that's insane. Well, I want to start off this Delta by opening all of our gifts that we got each other. So we're in the studio. We have piles of gifts for each other. And I want all of you guys to open my gift to you first. But we got to record this for uh, uh, the The gram. The gram. Or whatever. The grandma. Um... (laughs) Our, oh, that Graham. <laughs> our patience isn't here. So that's fine because I can do it because, hello, TikTok. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> we are here in the studio talking live, I guess. Oh, we're going to open our presents. How do I switch the thing? <laughs> God, you're having a dad moment. <laughs> it's a dad moment. We got Jared, there Graham. you go. Here we go. All Jer- right. So you of all people would have a dad moment. <laughs> <laughs> I love editing. So get your presents from me. Look at this lovely, lovely elf theme wrapping paper, and just open your gifts. You're welcome, everybody, so, for this gift unwrapping. Do we all ASMR. open them at the same time? Yeah, yeah, okay. do it. Show it. Yo, no t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. I got it. Woohoo! Show it off. Yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Dude, the value of this t-shirt got decreased by fourfold. Not really, because mine is still different from your guys. Oh, okay. Yours is the original. His is a misprint. It has more value. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a variant. I love this. this. Yeah? This is awesome. The is cleanup it, is going is it, to be... Yeah, you guys are in charge of your own trash. Uh, well, <laughs> I'll get boxes it. included. I should oh, have so known that ahead of time. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to keep some of these boxes. Sure, yeah, let's go keep, ahead. Let's put the wrapping paper in the boxes. How about that? Uh, That's uh, the smartest which way Which one? Pick a box one through seven. Um, <laughs> the biggest. I very much did not get you guys the same thing. So, do you guys want to open mine next? Sure. sure. Okay. Do you want me to record it? On uh, the phones? Yeah, if you want. Okay. All right, zoom in. All right. Here we go. Terrible wrapping. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yo. NCIS on the Xbox nice. 360. You got this from work. <laughs> oh, my God. <gasps> you got me Five Nights at Freddy's book. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Yeah. I have e-boy lights to turn on for my Yo. when I play my NCIS. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm so glad you don't see this game. Yo! Yeah, Are right? Are you serious? Uh-huh. What the hell? Yo! Dude, this is sick! That's pretty cool. <gasps> Do you know what's in the back? In the back? It's the action figure. Okay. What I got him is a uh, TMNT box. Yeah. Uh, you open it up, and it shows an action figure. But once you open that, beneath it is a comic book. No way. The comic book is, if I remember correctly, Best of Donatello. Oh, yeah. Which I assume is like a compilation of That's his so stuff. Cool. And it's and it's like OG because he's wearing his red mm-hmm. bandanas. They oh, all used to man. wear red before color was invented. Dude, <laughs> what you got? Uh, I got E-Boy Lights um, <laughs> and uh, NCIS uh, based on the TV nice. series for the Xbox 360. Nice. If there's one thing I love more than shitty movies, it's shitty video games. <laughs> and that's oh, a man. shitty show made into a shitty game. Yes, sir. I love that. I got a um, an Oogie Boogie from Nightmare Before <laughs> oh, Christmas, you got a little the Oogie Boogie chain. I got a... Uh, <laughs> I almost called it a goblet. It's not a I thought that was real. Goblet. It's yep. a it's like a huge a stein. mug. It's a stein. Stein, that's what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I got a huge one that looks like beer and it says keep calm because Santa is coming to town. You put normal drinks in that and but people think you're drinking beer at like <laughs> ten AM. I love that. And then I got a Five Nights at Freddy's book. Cool. Yes, sir. Nice. Cool. Would you guys like to open mine? Yeah. Alright. So I guess you're recording, yeah. Yeah. ASMR. Oh, Rod, father. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Like, <laughs> I saw that before. Oh my god, the Rod, father. Then there's one other thing in there, too, for you, Joe. It should be in a tiny box. 
It's glow in the dark. It's glow in the dark. A teeny nice. tiny Halo yeah. Three. That's really nice. Oh my god, this is so. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne um, is sus. And there's one other thing for you in there. Yes, oh, oh, this is lovely. This is lovely. Is it a dice? Oh, fueling my addiction. Yeah. Oh, these are nice. Mm -hmm. Are they cool? I don't play D and D, so I was like, oh, I the, hope yeah, they're they, good. These are nice. They're sharp. I feel like I can kill someone with these. You will. Yeah, it's I required. Will. All right. Let's see what the first roll is. Fourteen. Not bad. Not, not bad, bad. Not bad. <laughs> is that good or bad? <laughs> it's on the better side. It's on the better side. Above average, though not exceptional. Just like me. <laughs> Jared's quiet. What you got there? This is this is wow. Look at this. I saw it. She showed me what it was. Look at, look at this. Wait, let me see. Let me see. Oh shoot! Yeah, yeah, yeah. freaking awesome. Thank you. No problem. Wow. No problem. All right, moving on. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, mine now, <laughs> no, this right? This is great. Yeah. Uh, I ain't recording mine, so if one of y'all want to record it instead, we there is no opening here. Oh. Um. In fact, I'm just gonna hand you guys these one at a time. Let's start with Joe, uh, because I need a disclaimer. Actually, Joe, we'll go last with you. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Never mind. So I can First, record. First, we'll go in the order of which I have made these. Um, Jared, I know how much you love uh, the toy commercial shows, like Transformers oh, yeah. and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I bought you the game. Here's Toy Commercial 2 uh, for the <laughs> Nintendo Switch. Um... <laughs> ben 10 is holding a gun! Zoom oh my then. god! Ben 10's got the Ben 9! <laughs> um, there's a lot of little details for you to explore uh, as you look into that. Uh, Tatum, for you, uh, I, as a big fan of rats, um, I got you the game Rats. <laughs> Um, for the Nintendo Switch, of course. Yes! Oh, oh my, my god. god! And then, Joe, I thought you might like something a little more old school, so I got you a Wii game uh, back from Don't the Halo know. times. Uh, really discreet, kind of released in the backside. Uh, the print didn't come in great quality because reasons. However, I would like to present to you Master Chief Dating Simulator. Yo! <laughs> oh my... Yeah. Master Cheeks. Oh, I love this so much. This is so funny. Here, show it. There's show it to us. porn on the back. Nice. Oh my god! <laughs> um, nice. I oh god. So feel free to explore those as you wish. Uh, yours is a little low quality because of the print and the way my template was. So the <laughs> the SSD that I gave you, if you open up the uh, final folder in there and go to the Halo, uh, one of them is the Halo one, and it'll. Uh, have all of your beautiful s small text that you can't quite see right now. Did you make this? I have made each of these. Photoshop. Yes. <laughs> this is adorable. It says How rated long? R for rats. That's fun. Four uh, plus so characters cute. to romance. <laughs> each, each of these took me uh, an hour and a half plus to make. Wow. Oh my gosh, there's so many rats. Ma name, Master Chief. Sex, male. Location, Eridani 2. Looking for female, human, or AI. This is so funny. <laughs> I love this. Who's that? Who's that supposed to be? Uh, oh, that's the new character to be released soon. Yeah, yeah. You make a guess. Toy uh, toy commercial character that's Barbie? The, yeah, it's Barbie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love this. Thank you. This was so yeah, funny. Of course. Oh my god. <laughs> Who's the most powerful on maps? Adult like Zonus Bucket. Uh, and for the and listeners, more. I've already explained this to Jared and I guess the others by association, but when I went to go print these, yeah. uh, I went to a print shop and I was like, hey, I need these as fast as possible. And they were like, all right, we'll get these out to you in five minutes. And then I waited there for half an hour to get these printed and they came out in lower quality than if I just printed them at home. Do you know why that probably is? I'm sure they were expecting something normal, like a letter or a note. Not... These. Not dating simulator. She was looking these at me. These are very complex. She was looking at me so weird too and I'm like, they're gifts for friends. It's, it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, it's a joke, I promise. This oh is a sequel. <laughs> this is a sequel. Yeah, I'm yeah, scared yeah. to see the first one. Oh my god. <laughs> So funny. Uh, if Patience ever gets here today, then she gets to open her gifts. I, am I the only one who got her a gift? I did. I, I ran out of time. <laughs> these these each took ninety minutes. It's I, I like literally like this was a full time job for me to make these. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Patience. Sorry, Patience. <laughs> well, I'm very 
thankful for for all this. Thank you guys so much. Uh, happy holidays. So I hope you guys like your gifts as well. Oh yeah, I love it. I, I love, love every single one. So of them. Uh, I think I think it goes without saying that you guys should, as part of uniform, every Friday, oh. <laughs> wear your Razzle Dazzle shirt. I hope I got oh, your right yeah. sizes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Now let's just. Move Del- along. Delta episode time. <laughs> what we usually talk about. So it's December. Um, we're actually recording like early December because the school is closed uh, for half the month, which is fine. So uh, let's go around the table, see what, we, what we've been up to or what we plan on uh, doing this month. Uh, Joe, you want to start? I plan on going ha- on having a white Christmas. So I'm going up to Maine to see my other family Ooh. for like three days because mm. that's how long I can stand the cold. <laughs> um That'll be fun. Hasn't happened yet, but uh, from the past, it seems pretty fun. Okay. There has been something that's bothering me, though. I have a spider bite right where my pocket is. Mm. So you know oh. when you put your phone in your pocket? Imagine a spider bite right there. Mm-mm. So, and I'm not Spider-Man. That's been annoying me. I, I checked. I mm. checked before. Did, um, did you throw a bunch of lunch food up in the air and try to catch it all in the same tray? I said, Shazam! Up, up, and away, Web. Nothing. Hmm. Nothing. Boom. Uh, let's see what else I've been doing. Finals have kicked my ass. Yeah. But they're done. Hey. So as of right now, even more so when this comes out. So hell yeah. Nice, I'm big man. chilling. That's good. Sweet. Good for you. I don't hey. have to worry about finals. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Uh, same, same here. Finish, I graduate uh, this semester. I have one assignment left by the time this comes out. I will, I've finished all of my FGCU schoolwork ever. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, other than that, uh, two, th- two things have been happening this past month that have been really intriguing me. First, uh, I've been playing, replaying a game of my adolescence, Fallout 4. Mm. And... Mm. Oh my gosh, replaying this game just reminds me of just like you there are games that you go back and play and then it's like a disappointment where you're like, "Oh my gosh, that sucked." There are games that you go back and play when you're older and you realize there is a lot that I missed out on because I didn't realize what was going on. Fallout 4, now that I have like a bigger understanding of like structuring a game, is a very big game. It's not as big map-wise, but yet it is still this open-world game, yet it is so dense with content, Mm. and it's amazing. Every location has stories told not by a character telling you what happened while they were there, but instead by you walking around the physical building and reading uh, computer terminals that survived the war, or just looking at the details of the environment of where props are placed. Uh, One of my favorite places in the game is you find a sewer and when you go inside one of the first things you see is a skull with a cassette tape in its mouth and it's cassettes uh, addressed to a detective before the war Uh, and this guy's a serial killer who's uh, evading this detective and every single cassette is him taunting the detective as he goes through the sewer tunnel just filled with dead bodies all posed in different ways there's one of a skeleton holding its uh, fishing rod with its head Mm. on the at the end of the fishing pole and it's just like you go through and it's basically this entire like challenge between uh, the serial killer and the detective it ends with no real conclusive thing however there's a different location that you discover as you go later in the game that kind of ties up that detective story and that's just one little place in the entire game and it's, it's just beautiful game beautiful game I absolutely loved it uh, the other thing the World Cup's been happening. Yes, it has. Uh, <clears throat> when this releases, it'll probably be over, and we will have our victor. As of today, I watched the Brazil versus Croatia match. Uh, R.I.P. Brazil is really close. You almost had it. You dropped the ball, but that's okay. We'll make it next time. Um, it's it's been it's been a wild World Cup. If you've been paying attention to it, uh, and just to kind of highlight uh, some of some of the. Uh, broad accomplishments and notable things that have happened in this World Cup, I have a little trivia game. So, whether you know nothing about the World Cup or a lot, I feel like you'll still enjoy this. (laughs) The last one was 2020, right? The last one was 2018. 2018. I paid a lot of attention to that. I loved that one. I loved seeing that. I loved Mbappe from France. Yeah. He was like the MVP. I don't know what he did this year, 
but I guess we'll find out. We'll find out indeed. But for now, we're just going to... So these are all surface level things. The World Cup hasn't ended yet, so I don't really want to do any questions relating specifically to teams. So this is just broad Qatar-related questions. So this is the first World Cup to be held this late in the year. Why is that? A, Qatar wanted to boost tourism during peak season. B, the pandemic. C, summer is hot in the desert. Or D, Ronaldo was busy. Ronaldo was busy. Going with D. Sure, D. (laughs) (laughs) Ronaldo was not busy, in fact. Uh, However, it's really because the summer is hot in a desert, and you don't want soccer players playing in, like, more than 110-degree weather. Ah, Uh, They can handle it. That would have been my second guess. (laughs) (laughs) this will be the last World Cup to host this number of teams. 16, 24, 32, or 48? 48. 32. 24. Uh, 32 is the correct answer. <laughs> we'll be moving up to 48 teams oh, in the next World interesting. Cup. Which I think is going to suck because it's going to mean a lot of matches that you won't be able to watch. But more mm. World Cup, though. More and longer World Cup, though. Yeah, but at the same time, like nobody's going to be interested in that that for the stage of forty eight. Everyone's well, only going to watch once they reduce the teams and it gets more exciting. It's like when a show takes a mid season like break. Like you're not watching anything, but it's still going on technically. <laughs> so the hype isn't dying down. Bad analogy. Let's move on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Including this year's, how many times has the World Cup been held in Asia? One, two, three, or four? Ooh. Two. I'm gonna go with three. One. Two is correct. Yeah. Oh my goodness! All right, this stadium is the most comp, or this is the most compact World Cup, meaning all of the stadiums are within a close distance of each other. What's the distance? Fifty-five kilometers, a hundred five, two hundred fifty-five, or five hundred and five? Five. Five oh five. Two hundred fifty-five. I'm one, going one, back five. to five oh five. Uh, fifty-five is the. Hey. That's crazy. You, I, don't, I don't know what I said. In, uh, I think you said <laughs> you five. Said five. <laughs> <laughs> Usually in World Cups, one of the biggest complaints was that people had to like fly between their matches. Oh, that it takes sucks. a lot of steam out of you between matches, mm. how, and a lot of time away from practicing. Uh, however, this time all the stadiums are within driving distance, which is crazy. Oh. How about that? Um, Qatar plans to be carbon neutral throughout this event using a four-step process. Which one of these is not a process for the sustainability? Awareness, reduction, recycling, or offset? Recycling. Recycle. Um, hold on. I mean, awareness sounds like that typical, we're green. (laughs) Step one, awareness. (laughs) Uh, I think recycling is the red herring, so I'm going to go with, like, that. Okay. Um, what was the last one? Offset. Um... I'm going to say reduction, just for funsies. Okay, is this recycling? Dang. (laughs) I'll never try to differ from the crowd again. (laughs) (laughs) Stadium 974 is fully demountable and is built from 974 of these things. A, support beams. B, migrant worker deaths. (laughs) C, investors. Or D, shipping containers. Uh... (laughs) Support beams, I hope. Investors. <laughs> Shipping containers. Shipping containers is the right <laughs> answer. Uh, once it'll be demounted to create a oceanside place. I don't know what the plans are after okay. that. Okay. But they're gonna get rid of the stadium and put some oceanside something there. Huh. Uh, this is the most expensive World Cup ever, with around this much being spent: ten million, two hundred twenty million, ten billion, or two hundred twenty billion. Ten, ten bill. Ten billion dollars. I know yeah. they're expensive, but not that expensive. Yeah, ten billion. Two hundred twenty billion. What? Dollars. Oh my gosh, that that's a lot of the dollars. Te- the ten billion number is just for the stadiums. Wow. Oh huh. my goodness. Uh, a lot of it has to do with infrastructure, um, building the support systems to be able to get um. people from stadium to stadium, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Qatar is the smallest country in the world to host the World Cup, followed by Switzerland. Roughly what percentage of land area is Qatar when compared to Switzerland? 15%, 30%, 45%, or 60%? 45. 15. 30. 30 is the correct Hmm. answer. Uh... We have, this World Cup is the first to allow female referees in the men's cup. How many female referees are there? Two, Two, four, six, or eight? Two. Two. Eight. 
Six. Huh, okay. Oh, I thought they would be like, we're going to do the bare minimum, <laughs> see how it goes. I thought so too, that's why I built this question. I saw the fact that I was like, they're going to have like three. And <laughs> so far, only I believe only three have run games so wow. far, though. Uh, so, uh, last question. Qatar says 400 to 500 migrant workers died due to the World Cup. While the real number varies between reports, the number is likely around how much? 250, 1,200, 6,500, or all of them? All of them. 1,200. 1,200. 6,500. Jesus! Dang, oh my gosh. So Jared was actually closer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and Crazy to, town. Which brings me to my thoughts on the World Cup. Outside of Brazil's performance, which was great... Uh, for the most part, uh, I, er, I'll talk Brazil's performance first. Pre- Brazil's performance, uh, I was not disappointed by at all. We played great. Uh, Neymar got injured, and then everybody, whenever Neymar gets injured, goes, oh my gosh, this is the most terrible thing. We're going to lose the World Cup. But then he got better, and everyone's like, yes, let's go. Uh, and then we lost to Croatia in a very, very close game, which honestly is just Croatia playing better at the end. Brazil had the better play was playing better the whole time, didn't really score till it mattered. Instead, Croatia did. We dropped the ball. We're out of there. We're going home. Goodbye, Neymar. Um, but my thoughts on the World Cup in general, I'm mad that I wanted to watch this mm-hmm. because it's annoying. So, if you don't know, Qatar got the World Cup because of corruption. FIFA admitted to it. It's it's not like a secret at all. It's very confusing on how a country so small can spend so much money to get a World Cup, uh, but they did, and it's just kind of disappointing because even before the World Cup started, we started seeing these numbers of migrant worker deaths and the exploitation of these migrant workers, and we kind of just were like, it's whatever, this is the World Cup, and we went through with it, and I'm a little disappointed, but at the same time, it happened, Just uh, it cost a lot of money to just pull away from the World Cup, have it not happen. Um, but I also, at the same time, we're not sure if this is going to be the last time. Mm. The FIFA's had a big track record of loving to host host World Cups in difficult countries. Uh, Nazi Germany is a great example. Uh, but just, they, they really like authoritarian countries. Mm. and mm. Or not Nazi Germany, sorry, West Germany. Um, I just, I don't really like the way FIFA's headed, or has been headed for the past 60 years. FIFA sucks, man. Do you want to know a very fun fact about one of the worst movies ever? It was called United Passions, The FIFA Story. (laughs) 90% funded by FIFA. So, when the actors got there, I think an actual quote is, what is this? Where's all the corruption? This movie is sitting at a 1% score on Metacritic, an IMDB of 2.1 out of 10. Oh my they made a gosh. sports movie where the heroes are the executives uh, and not uh, the athletes. Paid for, paid for by FIFA. Yep. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeesh. And that's FIFA for you. FIFA is a, such a weird organization because they think they are the best thing in the world. Like, they will be like... Our events unite the world and bring everyone together. Sure. And then this migrant worker stuff happens. They go, you know, it's like, it's just part of the process for just bringing (laughs) the world together. Truly the Nintendo of sports. That's putting it, uh, I don't know, I wouldn't put Nintendo (laughs) to that low of a level. You're just wanting to be starting something today, huh? Well, I mean... I don't think Nintendo killed anyone. (laughs) That's fair. They killed the Smash scene. True. Uh. True. Although it's still going. Love love and support for the Smash scene. It keeps fighting despite all of uh, Nintendo and Panda's nonsense. But that's a whole other thing. Did y'all hear about that? Oh my gosh. Nintendo, uh, Panda Global, an esports company who does a lot, sponsors a lot of fighting game uh, athletes, uh started going under fire because it came out that they were pressuring uh, other independent tournaments to bring them into the mix. Uh, Kind of like we have basically being like, we have a Nintendo license, you guys don't, you better work with us or Nintendo's gonna be on your butt. And then they're like uh, and then it's kind of that like sort of pressure and everybody saw that and everyone's like, this is nasty and it's still sort of a thing unfolding. The CEO has stepped down but is still 
but we're not sure if he's still working for the company. Every response has been a heavy PR response of being like, we're so sorry, we're working through this, we're going to figure this out because we want the best for the community. And everyone's like, do you? <laughs> do you? You want money. You want money. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Cool. Smash Bros. is struggling right now more than ever. So show your supports for Smash Bros. Check out your local scenes if you're interested in it competitively. Smash with your friends. Smash your friends. Uh. <laughs> is that all for the month? Uh, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I've... I've been watching a lot more movies recently. Um, I watched the new Smile movie. I watched that. That was interesting. I watched a movie called Tusk. You watched Tusk? <laughs> yes, I did. Walrus was, Man? Yeah. Have you guys seen Tusk? I don't even know what it is. I, I will give you the vague plot of it. So I knew it was going to be a horror thriller movie about a guy who gets turned into a walrus. And I was like, okay, fair enough. Let's see what they do with it. It turns out to be like a horror comedy movie. Oh, my movie. God. Yeah. And there's this guy. He's a dirtbag. The movie constantly flashes between past and present and different people's perspectives. So, essentially, there's a guy. He runs a podcast that has a um, – I'm not going to say the name of it because it – well. It's gross. I mean, well – Okay, so it's called the Nazi. I don't know why my voice got Nazi, Nazi um, podcast, but it's N O T S E E, mm. Nazi. It's very like incel humor podcast, mm-hmm. and you find out the guy's like a total dirtbag, but then that's in the past, and it flashes to the present where he's trying to find someone to interview for the podcast runs across this one guy on like a little bulletin board thing goes to his house the guy's like oh I'm a sailor I have all these life stories guy's like oh cool gets all sleepy wakes up with one of his legs cut off and he's like this is kind of strange and uh, tries to get in contact with his girlfriend who you find out is cheating on him with his best friend however the main guy has cheated a lot so at the same time you like don't feel bad for him but you feel a little bit bad because he gets turned into a walrus. And he just, yeah, it's really unsettling. But it's hard because it's, like, unsettling that he's turned into, like, this flesh walrus thing. But then you're like, oh, you're kind of a dirtbag. So do I feel that bad? So, yeah, watch that. Uh, Tis the season, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, hung up a bunch of... Christmas decorations, been baking, been doing a lot of gift shopping, lots of fun stuff. Yeah, that's what my holiday season has been so far. Well, um, Nightmare Fuel for you, that would be your nightmare before Christmas. Yo! Um, I've been cooking a lot of Avatar The Last Airbender meals uh, this month already. So I got a Avatar The Last Airbender cookbook and it has all of these dishes, and, and already I've made like three or four of them, and they came out pretty damn freaking good, if I do say so myself, for my first time making them. So it was like Beifong beef, uh, Freedom Fire, Freedom Fighters, pork belly, uh, Komodo chicken or whatever the hell, Real, blueberry cookies. Uh, they were they're all really good, I'm really surprised in myself for making something that tasted good for the first time and it just it, it came out well uh, other than that uh, it, it was long overdue but I sent in my switch to get re- uh, to get repaired I sent it into Nintendo yesterday uh, the, the fan has been very loud um, for like a few months now so I finally gave, gave in and I'm like you know what I don't want there to be big problems so let me just send it in I got a big discount on it because I love Nintendo customer service. They're always awesome. I got it for uh, like $30 off, including sh- free shipping. So, heck yeah. But it sucks because December 15th, um, River City Girls 2 comes out. I probably won't have my Switch by then. So, yay. But Sonic Prime comes out that day. So, I'm excited for that. Um, you guys know, I don't think you know this, Tatum, but I know you guys probably know Probably not. Um, I've already watched the Temptations movie again 
this holiday season. So Tatum, every holiday season, thanks to um, uh, my army instructor in Jero TC, mm-hmm. uh, he would play the Temptations movie every December for us, you know, and that's how I got started in my taste in music and all that stuff. And as a tradition for myself, I watch it every holiday season multiple times, and I already started once. So once out of many already. It's also just a good movie. Yeah. It's like two movies, two it's, like it's a docu series, and there's two episodes, but like you know, combined, it's the length of a movie. Yes, <laughs> very interesting yeah. stuff. I like it. Yeah, it's just telling the story of how the Temptations came to be and you know, their life story and whatever. If you want a very uh, what would it be, seventies, eighties, uh, sort of feel good movie, mm-hmm. that's that's what it is. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's it, it it takes me through so many emotions uh, every single time, and like I watched it an hour before I had to go on air at work, so I was like, and, and today in Pledge Week, please give to WGCU, and <laughs> it was fun. Uh, but yeah, I think crying on the inside, basically. <laughs> yeah, um, the Game Awards was last night. Oh, yes. Jerry. What a controversy. <laughs> really? I was listening to it while I was working, to much to my boss's chagrin, but I don't care. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought you would love it. Um, God of War cleaned up, bro. Oh, it cleaned up. Almost every single thing it was nominated for, God of War Ragnarok took it. But good good on Elden Ring for getting Game of the Year. That was That's not a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's, the thing is, for me, it's hard to count this as a Game of the Year awards, when every single nomination God features the same seven games. Oh. <laughs> it's, I mean, if they're that good. But no, it's not that. It's that they didn't include other popular games that were released this year. Such as? I can't give examples. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there were more than seven. There were definitely more than seven. At least I feel. Horizon. Also, Horizon uh, Forbidden West shouldn't have been on there in the first place. You think? It is just the game before it with better graphics. Right. Uh, God of War, at least it made improvements, changed things, made a better game f- when compared to the original. Mm-hmm. Horizon, uh, Horizon Forbidden West is just Horizon Zero Dawn with updated graphics, more stuff, and the same game. Right. It, and then just the fact that, like, every single category, with a few was, exceptions of, like, the ones that you can't put those seven games Elder in. Elden Ring, God of War, Stray. That's uh, it. Stray, ta- <laughs> uh, Tale Requiem, whatever. Oh, oh, yeah, Rat's Tale, or whatever uh, the hell, yeah. Plague Tale Requiem. Plague Tale. You will like that game. Fantastic. Tatum. I heard rats. rats. I was immediately intrigued. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Xenoblade and Xenoblade was only nominated for like two things yeah but it it was music and game of the year that's it um it's just if you're doing an award show put more effort into putting a variance in nominations because to me it's not interesting if every single thing is the same few games, it's not right. interesting to watch an entire award show. That's like if every single Oscar was for the same five actors. <laughs> like, best uh, best leading role. Leonardo DiCaprio, Keanu Reeves, and... Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. And then, best supporting actor, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> like, if you just kept doing that for every single category, people would be pissed. Right. And I'm pissed. I'm, and people, I feel like, are so just complacent with the game words that they're just like, eh, it's fine. You I, know? Don't th- I don't think people now watch the Game Awards for the awards. It's for the announcements. That's why there's so many in between all it's these a, awards. It's an, ad, it's, a, it's an ad show yeah. is what I, I've said yeah. since, like, I, I think we did a Game of the Year episode last year. Yeah. And I was like, this has become and this has become ads. It's direct. It's a video game direct. It's a video game direct, and it's also it's an ad for the games that have been released yeah. in the year of the Game of the Year awards. Like, look how great and this game is. And it's an ad for the games that are coming out the next year. And how much do you want to bet half of those games they announced and showed in the in the trailers for this uh, Game of the Year are going to be nominees Dude. for the next Game of the Year awards? Dude, there's so many games coming out in March. It's not even funny. Hades too, like, right? Hades, I'm sure you're happy. I with didn't that. see any of the announcements. Oh, okay. Hades too. Okay. <laughs> hey. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like Supergiant is better off making new games than sequels. They haven't done it. Sequels it doesn't before. have the same guy from the first game. It's not Zagreus? No. It's some girl. I don't I didn't catch catch name. But I don't know. Watch it. You'll 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 yeah, find yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um 
Yeah, there's so many games coming out in March. Is not freaking funny. And already, like even in the same week, Zelda and like some other big titles are coming out in the same week, right after the other, and that's it's gonna be insane. Well, March has always been a big release sure. date thing. I, not this year, but last year was um, uh, Doom and Animal Crossing came out in right. the same mm-hmm. month, right? Uh, and that the same was, day, the same day. I'm pretty sure. Let alone all the other March releases. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, I hope uh, I'm really excited for Breath of the Wild. Or, God, Tears of the Kingdom. I hate myself. <laughs> it's just Breath of the Wild 2. <laughs> if you announce something as Breath of the Wild 2, it's Breath of the Wild 2. No Nobody matter, said that. They 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 were literally like, like the sequel, the Breath of the Wild sequel. And then, but they didn't say that in the Game Awards. It was Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, but when they first announced, oh, sure. they had that first teaser trailer. It was like oh. the Breath of the Wild sequel. Yeah, because it didn't have a name. Yeah, they didn't have a title. Oh, they did, but they didn't want to show it. Um, but I understand your point of like you know the same thing getting awards for every category. But like it's also, just, there are other game shows. Like there are other game awards. Like if you want to watch a genuine game awards, first, a lot of the uh, video game article websites, as controversial as they are in terms <laughs> of their writing quality, do do their own game awards <laughs> type things, as well as report on the game awards of other, uh, I guess not companies, but. Um, just other game award sure. shows. Check out other game award shows before you just take the game of the year nominations as the these are the best games. Right. Because you will find that there will be games that you just hadn't heard of. And you're like, well, what is this? And then it will incite that curiosity, show you something that you might like that you might have never found out otherwise. But chance, shows like this are an opportunity to celebrate games in general. Yeah. And I just feel like there isn't a celebration in the game of the year awards it's not it's not like wow look at what we were able to accomplish this year it's more uh these are the games everybody is talking about slash we're getting paid to talk about and fight about it because that generates conversations on the internet which promotes our show more yeah publicity any kind is a good kind right uh i mean i get it i i agree but also if these games deserve these awards, like God of War, deserved best music, best narrative, uh, best visuals, or whatever the hell it won. You know, it's it's deserving of it. Oh yeah, still. of course. I still think God of War deserves a whole lot of the rewards uh, awards it's earned. It it accomplished a lot that I think games are forgetting they should try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it stayed away from things you don't want to do and focused on the things that you do want to do, which mm-hmm. is amazing. And it tried new things. Um, Elden Ring tried insanely large-scale new things and did it really well. And that's why I got Game of the Year. Yeah, but like, there are other games also trying to innovate. True. And I don't know. I'm going to keep repeating the same point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it, was, it was it was a long thing, too. It was really long. I mean, a lot of cool new trailers. Hell, freaking Dead Cells and Castlevania is going to have a crossover next December. God. Uh, there's a lot of cool things for Game of the Year. Um, I think that's it for me. Yeah, I, I guess uh, something for me to add as well. Sure. Um, I have recently purchased a game on sale, uh, a game called Deathloop. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm familiar. Um, so <laughs> I've mentioned Deathloop. a few times, but uh, mm-hmm. the Bethesda studio that is responsible for games like Dishonored, uh, I have used to be a big fan of, and then I waned away. Uh and this, this is Deathloop is their first game in a while that isn't in this Dishonored series. So I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to give it a nice little playthrough. I'm going to yeah, see a what good old college try. Going to see what I think. My worry is that, it's, as usual, I come in here and I'm like, grr, they sucked again. And it's like, I don't want to keep being the guy who's like, all the games are garbage, but like, also, we're in the worst state of games that we've ever had. You want it to be good. There's like two good games that came out this year, and <laughs> Elden Ring didn't even technically come out this year. Which, what games are you talking about? Uh, what do you mean? You said there's only two ga- two good games that came out this God year. God of War and Elden Ring. Okay. <laughs> in terms of AAA titles, there are only two that were like, wow, this is an amazing game. And these companies okay. are putting millions of dollars into this pro- these projects. And they're okay games at most. I'm going to give you two more. Okay, I'm, I just want to see where you're at. Legends Arceus and Sonic Frontiers. Legend of Arceus is a good game. Okay. It's, but not... It's not... Same level. There are a lot of problems with it. <laughs> there are a lot of problems yeah. with it. Dude, we got, we got two big 
main series Pokemon games in the same year, and it, it shows. It shows. Arceus it's, is acceptable. Arceus is all right. Scarlet and uh, the mm, other one, Violet? Violet. Oh, my God. Look, <laughs> uh, Arceus is acceptable because it's the first Pokemon game trying out this new way to play. Then we got Scarlet and Violet, which has the worst graphics... <laughs> Period. It's so... And that's coming from me! That's not even the biggest problem. The problem is it's so buggy. It's not a finished game. No. It's like they just released a game that wasn't done, and they're like, hey, guys, here's our finished <laughs> Pokemon games. We Everybody get ate this- it up. They're like, mm, bugs? <laughs> <laughs> we try to get this out in the same year. Here you go. This is the final product, or so he says. Pokemon fans would eat centipedes they, if uh, Niantic put it on a plate in front of them. Really Yummy. could have waited till next year. <laughs> Unless something big is happening next year, too. But it's probably just going to be DLC for Scarlet and Violet, you know? Yeah. I don't freaking know, but Sonic Frontiers, I, I never said this on, on the show, but I told you guys, I completed, 1% completed that game in under 24 hours. The Holy same crap. week it came out, and it's so fun. Dude, my cousin did the same thing. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh it's my God. fine. It's good. It's a good, solid game. Oh, yeah. it's it's My problem with it is just, uh, like... For a Sonic game, it is very low budget, but that's okay because yeah. it's experimental. Yeah, and that just means like if this, this since this one t- took off, it means more have the chance it's to take off better. later. But it is definitely not like an award-winning game by any means. No, no, especially that final boss, like the, like hard mode final boss, is just it sucks. Yeah. I like the experimentation, partially. Technically, it's not really experimentation because most of it's just stolen from Breath of the Wild. (laughs) Um, The Evangelion Titans are cool, though. Yes, and the idea was stolen from Breath of the Wild. Yes. So, like, as much as as I want... My whole thing with this, what I'm trying to say, <laughs> is that like I feel video like games. video game companies, the the biggest of video game companies, are really dropping mm. the ball in terms of how much money they have to work on something and the product that they deliver. Whereas indie studios who have love and passion in the Dude, projects indies, they make man. with a fraction of the money will make games that I want to play way more that's, than these other games. That's real. Yeah. Indie, indie studios. See, like, I guess... The AAA companies or whatever, like the, like Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, they have a lot. They have a lot of resources. They have a lot going for them, but also in a way that makes them scared to do things. They're right? Ma- they're making games, and yeah. But the the good thing of that is that they're making a constant stream of stuff for people to try. Yeah. The problem with that is a lot of the things people don't want in games anymore, they put in games because that's what's in games. For example, I always mention it because it's one of the things I hate most in most games, crafting. You, yeah. In a game where overdone. it works, in a game where it works, it's done well. Like The Last <sighs> of Us. The Last of Us, I don't complain about crafting because it's more of a uh, it get, it's more of something to give you options yeah. rather than something to take away your time. Yeah. Whereas crafting in Horizon Zero Dawn and Forbidden West is literally just time consumption. Yeah, I'm I'm glad Breath of the Wild didn't really uh, do that. It was just like make make food. Yeah, food. Do what is, you want with food. food That's the, fine. Food is the only one, and you have. Options. Yeah. You can make a dish that does a certain thing, or you can just make a bunch of dishes to raise your hearts. Crafting for the sake of crafting is just too annoying. It's it's now it's not it's not even an open world action uh, story game. It's just you run around the world, pick up every little thing, it's mainly a collect-a-thon now. Yeah. So you can progress further. That's not fun. You wanna know why I think games have this? Playtime. Because yeah. a lot of people, when they go to purchase a game, will look at the the title screen or the the playtime for a game to see, oh, is this sixty dollar game worth sixty dollars of my time? Yeah, and they will it's see that price tag. they will see hmm, this game has a hundred hours worth of playtime wow. for a sixty dollar game. That Holy has to be crap. worth it, right? And you're spending fifty of those hours in menus, <laughs> and it's suddenly not as worth it. It's anymore. insane. Is, didn't Xbox say they're gonna bump up their price to seventy? That was PlayStation. PlayStation. PlayStation are already did. Callisto Project is uh, at least in the UK. I don't know if it's That's in the same episode. Callisto, Callisto Protocol, I should say. Like I get Callisto. that. I get that these game developers, you know, should be paid what they need to, right? But like seventy dollars for a video game. I mean, yes, it takes hundreds upon thousands of hours to make. I get that, but. 
as a consumer, we already have to pay like almost a thousand dollars for a console. Now we're gonna pay like hundreds of dollars just for like a couple of games. Come Punch. on. My thing, I don't have a problem with a seventy dollar price tag. If the game is worth seventy dollars, it's a big right? if. This new God of War, I would be fine playing sure. seventy dollars because, frankly, there is a lot of reasons why it should be worth seventy dollars. But you can't slap that price. It's the same thing. It's almost like what Nintendo does as well. Mm-hmm. Nintendo has had a thing. They they're the ones who led the sixty dollar game thing um, because they would list the game as sixty dollars. And you kind of got this Nintendo guarantee. If it's a Nintendo sixty dollars yeah, game, seal. it'll be worth it'll be worth your time. He has it. Nintendo approved, right? But then other games were just like, well, let's do that too. And this, they put the sixty dollars tag, not necessarily meeting the same quality. And recently, yeah. Nintendo hasn't even been doing that, where some sixty dollars games are not worth sixty dollars. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just. I would be, if games were escalating in quality to where it deserved the price increase, 100%, I would be the the rare person who's like, let's spend more money so we can get better games. We're not spending money to get better games, we're spending money to get the same games. And I'm not okay with that. Yeah. Big studios don't have to try. That's it. That's the end of the day. <laughs> These are gonna make the money. They're gonna make sales. Pre-orders oh, and... Uh, Scarlet and Violet are not exceptional games, but yet... People are buying them. I, the, Every the, the line of the fucking Ooh. the line out the door on the midnight release of Scarlet and Violet was all the way down the block, and there's like so many people that got both games just for themselves. It's it's like it's like that that video you sent me of the dude is like it's it's literally like <laughs> yeah. like hey. Hey, you got that new Pokemon game? Yeah. yeah. Isn't it filled with bugs and really unplayable? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isn't it really unworth the price tag? Yeah. Yeah. So why so why are you playing it? Because I love Pokemon. Fun. It's fun. And it's like <sighs> Pokemon fans are some of the s- s- dumbest purchasers, <laughs> consumers. They're sorry. It's 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 honestly shameful. But it's still going to happen. It's still going to happen. <laughs> you can't stop it. Can't stop the train, the money train. Oh. Joe Tatum, do you have anything to rant about? Um, after that, I don't know if I could. I don't know if any of my trifles could follow it. Um, try us. Oh gosh. If I not, then I'll just edit it out. I don't know. I don't have anything. I'm groovy, baby. <laughs> I am strictly vibing. End of the semester, like I'm just coasting on, man. Yeah. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> Can I continue a rant? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, this issue that we're talking about doesn't only extend to uh, video games. It's uh, I saw a quote from a director. I'm, I think it was a uh, Quentin Tarantino, but it might have been somebody else. Where it's essentially movies right now are the worst they've ever been. Yeah. Um, everything is a sequel, a live rewrite, action. a live action, a this, that, etc. Uh, even in TV shows, we have mm-hmm. we now have the the Adams Family uh, thing on uh, Netflix Wednesday. that came back. So good. Yeah. Um, oh. She's oh. cute. So good. It's cute. It's. I don't have a problem with it in general. And in general, like a lot of the writers and production teams on these shows are really talented and the shows aren't bad by any means. Mm-hmm. But it's we're getting less and less original works because yes. companies are less and less willing to invest in original things. Yes. Video games have this problem as well with remakes and remasters and sequels and we rarely get like this year. Any of the were any of the game of the year the only game of the year nominations that were original were Stray, uh, Elden Ring, which technically not even <laughs> if you look at how the game's structured and how similar it is to other From Software games, um, and uh, a Plague Tale Requiem. Right. Like, there, there isn't much new. And I don't know. I'm hoping 2023, right? We've gotten a lot of originals announced. Mm-hmm. A lot of new things announced at the same time. We have Hades 2. Uh... I'm just worried that this is what media will be soon, where it's everyone's more focused on that quick buck you get from the guaranteed remake, and there's less of these ori- amazing original works. I watched uh, Bullet Train on Netflix today or yesterday. Oh my gosh, what an amazing original movie! Borrowing concepts from various different movies, however, being its own thing, and it's probably going to get nowhere near the intention as a show like Wednesday. Mm, I I'm not a huge fan 
Wednesday show. Let's pause right there. Can you open that door? We have somebody joining us. Somebody who should have been here. Patience! Hi, Patience! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she just texted that uh, she was outside. Oh, my God. Right in the middle of the episode. It's fine. Great that you're here. I guess we'll open up your present uh, after <laughs> the show. Uh, so, yeah, let's get back into it. Sorry. Oh, I don't know if I, I, I finished my rant. I just I don't like where media's headed. Cool. Period. Wednesday. I'm not, like, a huge fan of it. I'm a huge fan of, like, the... What year were they made? Early 2000s? The Adams, Adams Family? family? Yeah, the one with, um, no, 91. not the original wow. one. Yeah, 91. the 90s. The one with um, Angelica Houston mm-hmm. as Morticia and everything. I loved those Adams Family movies, Adams Family Value and Value. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I love those. I'm just not a huge fan of the Wednesday movie. I feel like... The, the, the show. The show, sorry, yeah. Because yeah. um, I'm on the side of TikTok where everyone's like doing the dance that she did and it's yeah oh my god every <laughs> single <laughs> every single video every single it is like at first I was like oh this is kind of cool and then it was like every single video I'm like oh this is happening oh this scroll, is a thing Wednesday, now scroll Wednesday scroll I don't know I don't think it's bad like I have so much respect for like the actors and everything sure. obviously it's just like I don't know like I don't like that's not do original you, do you not like the show it's not that I hate the show. I just wish there were more original stuff, too. Oh, oh, like, as in content, period. Yeah, I'm... I see. Also, I don't know. I've seen bits and pieces of it, and it just feels cheesy. Yeah. It feels very mm. corny. Like, if you like uh, Wednesday because you're a Jenna Ortega fan, right? Like, she was in original stuff. She was in You, and she mm-hmm. killed it. You is one of the... Oh, she was a little girl. Yeah, yeah. 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 You is one of my favorite, I guess you'd call it, a, like, a romance suspense... Yeah. Uh, yeah, a romance thriller, something she, like that. She was uh, in Jane the Virgin. She was uh, young Jane. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, she was. Really? She scream girl. She was in a uh, what was it? It was a show or a movie. Uh, it was one about like a school shooting. It was called something. Oh my goodness. She's what in was a, it? She's in a lot. She's in a lot of stuff. But my point is like oh, there shooting, there yes. are original things mm-hmm. and like. It's just yes, annoying. The to, like, yes. but now she is known by this by Wednesday. Uh-huh. Like, uh, as much as she killed it in other roles, and out of these other shows are probably better than Wednesday. She's in Iron Man three. What? <laughs> She's in Iron Man three. <laughs> is she Robert Downey Jr.? She's probably an extra. <laughs> maybe an extra. Mm, sorry, Con- continue. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it. It's like you said. Like I've been saying, it's it's this uh. uh Saturation of just sequels and yeah, remakes. There's so many original. live action musical, and it's uh, like every Disney movie ever. And we've seen what happened with Cats, um, <laughs> Cinderella for uh, the like eighteenth thousandth time. Yeah, isn't there like so many they live action Cinderella? They just keep getting remade, and they're not. Great. They were good when Selena Gomez was in it, yeah. but they're not good anymore. Like they're just, it's the same story. Like it doesn't matter how, and then. There's The Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. uh, The Lion King. Mm. Like, there's just so many. Pinocchio. Oh, that um, looked terrible. There's so many coming out, and it's like, I get it. I get it. Okay. Leg- like, I would love a live-action Emperor's New Groove, <laughs> Hercules. I would love stuff like that. I do not like the, like, Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid. I'm not a fan of that one. Mm. Like, At I want, like, the time, other... Those are the ones that will bring in the dollars. I know, but... Most of them aren't even good. Like, the CGI is not that good. Like, it's not... I think they just assume and know that people will buy it and people will enjoy it. So they're like, eh. It's the name. It's nostalgia. Yeah, 100%. There's nothing 100%. original anymore. I mean, we... I mean, <laughs> I I like to say this, that we live in the perfect age of uh, where we can uh, enjoy... Like this, all this old stuff from you know eighties, nineties, seventies, whatever. Mm. All this, like this great amount of media for for all of them: video games, movies, TV shows, whatever. And now, not only do we have access to these things, we get like new interpretations of them, remakes, remasters, whatever. But there is a limit. Mm-hmm. You know, you can only do it so much, and you know, eventually, we're gonna we are going to get tired of it. Maybe our kids won't or or the next generation won't because they are just experiencing this. But like how many times are we going to allow or like like love 
another like I don't know Toy Story esque movie, mm, you know, mm-hmm. or or whatever. Another freaking Lion King. Another um, I don't know. Give me another one. Well, here's the thing about that. Um, I think when it comes down to the numbers, we all loved Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Amazing movie. However, as good as that did, it probably didn't make substantially more money than the next blockbuster of that time. So they don't really have an incentive to make a perfectly crafted movie. Uh, I see this with the Disney Plus Star Wars show. Mm. Has any of you seen Andor? Not yet. I've been meaning to, sorry. It is one of the best pieces of Star Wars media ever. Mm. Um, It is not the same cookie cutter like Boba Fett was. It is a completely new take on the Star Wars galaxy, and I love it so much. However, and a lot of people love it as well, it probably, like numbers-wise, it probably did worse than Boba Fett, because you can put on Boba Fett for your kids. You can't put on Andor. Episode 1, he brutally murders a guy. Nice! (laughs) So just watch that show, and you'll understand what I mean. It's an amazing show. However, I will say what you guys were saying about indie games, like how they have a lot of really good ideas, like with a fraction of the cost and everything like that, they're just not as enjoyed by, like, the masses. That's the same exact thing for movies. Like, I see so many original, amazing ideas come out of indie studios or indie film creators, and they don't have Do you know Sorry to Bother You? No. That's a great indie film. It's a real Is that the one what I'm thinking of? Where it's like they turn into horse people halfway yes. through. Yes, she's freaking spoiled it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> There's like, like, have you ever seen like Little Miss Sunshine? No. It has a lot of big name actors. It's an amazing indie film. It's so original. I couldn't even think of another mm. film that would even come close to the plot. Like, it just, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's like a perfectly crafted movie, in my opinion. Like, there's so many good indie know. films, especially when horror films, they do not take like award shows horror does not exist <laughs> very rarely even if it's a major horror film like hereditary midsummer um i mean the conjuring there's nope. halloween 10 but uh-huh. like <laughs> but like Halloweener. these huge like like very expensively made horror movies like they still don't take awards or anything like that even though they have big name actors like florence Pugh and everything like they just don't take awards and it's so strange but I think it's because the masses don't really enjoy it. Like, it's such a niche audience that you can't put it on for your kids. Well, like, it, you can't. I think it's because there's no money behind it. I mean, like, because show, like a show or a movie like, uh, a horror movie like Halloween, because they know people will go and watch the 10th Halloween, they will m- put the money in to promote it because they'll get that money back. But uh, for my personal example of an indie movie, uh, The Florida Project, like, Mm. just even watching the trailer of that, a lot of people won't want to watch it because it is very heavy. Uh, It's very uh, emotional, and there's not a lot of, like, whoa, look at that value in it. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's no (laughs) recognizability. There's there's nothing really promotable in that movie, yet it's one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. No, that's not true. William Dafoe. Yeah, William that, that was very the, promotable. That is the selling point of that movie. It's William Defoe, and when you realize that he is a side character in oh. the piece, not a side character, just not really yeah, a main not main cast. Then you're like, oh, yeah. You run into that too with actors. It's so hard. Like once, like a big actor, which it doesn't happen often, becomes a new name. You see them in everything. They get cast in everything, and it's like like Millie Bobby Brown mm. on Stranger Things. Now she's in everything. Oh, and it's, like, it's like, I want, even when the casting doesn't call for it because they just want that name. And it's like, even if that person's not really suited for that role. Right. Like I've heard people argue that Jenna Ortega, like for Wednesday, she's not a good fit. She does an amazing job. But other people are like, what about this actress or this actress? And it's like, they want like, a na- it's very, Oops. it's very hard. Like, uh, I wish mm, that's why I like indie films you don't know any of the actors like I don't have an opinion of them I like that and it's so hard being like I've seen this person in 18 other films and like some of them have like just like this like a style like mm-hmm. I did a straight line with my hand I uh-huh. will say also like that factors into the way like the, the actor thing is also a part of this whole conversation with like how 
you it kind of ruins some movies when you have a specific actor because like you kind of get a preconception. Yeah. Uh, for example, if you get uh, The Rock on a <laughs> oh. movie, you <laughs> and it's in the jungle. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> You know who that character is. There's no learning yeah. to be done. There's even, like, when you get into, like, uh, this is my tragic backstory. You're, you don't care because you already know it. You don't know what yeah. it is specifically, but you know it in a larger sense. Whether he be, if he's yeah. a dad in the, at the start of the movie, you know, oh, this is going to be some, like, uh, father-focused, uh, mm-hmm. be, being the provider or the protector yeah. type of character. Um but then, like... There are actors who have a certain, like, caricature, I guess. Or yeah. they play the same role. Type but when cast. you get... Type, type, cast. type cast. That's the word. But when you get an actor you're unfamiliar with, it leaves that, who is this? Right. That you're not already yes. assuming who this person is. And then also, as well, it doesn't disappoint your expectations if they are different. For example, uh, if Vin Diesel were ever to play in a, seri- a serious emotional drama... You you wouldn't You're take his Fast character. You're saying Fast and the Furious isn't a serious emotional. You're saying, drama, but it's about Groot? family, Patrick. You're saying Groot <laughs> doesn't convey emotions. God, you don't wow. understand. How insensitive. They drive fast cars to get away from their feelings, <laughs> but they'll always catch up to them. They'll always have family, mm-hmm. Joey. And not all the families are good because John Cena is apparently Vin Diesel's brother. Spoiler alert for the last one, I guess. But it's John Cena. I stopped watching them one, after a certain What? Point. One of the most emo- or one of the most emotionally hard-hitting lines ever that I have experienced is we are Groot. Shut your face. Ah! <laughs> I will say though. I got chills. <laughs> it's I loved how you brought up typecast <sighs> because hold on, there was definitely a point there. There was a point and I was so gonna hit it. You have 18 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, it was something about casting actors. Someone say something else. I'll get to it. <laughs> I actually think uh, Jenna Ortega. The quality of the show is questionable. I'll give it that. But I think Jenna goes hard. I think mm-hmm. she fit. I think it fits. That's just what I think. I think it's- she does a good job. Do I think it's a role that many other actresses could do? One hundred percent. That is also. I don't think point. she. I think she does bring some things to it that are unique, but how much of that is her versus the director? Hmm. So it's like what, like, it's a very weird thing. Like, you don't know if, like, the director brought some stuff. I think she does an amazing job, but I think a lot of other actresses could too, and a lot of other actresses who aren't as well-known. But it's possible they were like, we don't know if the show's going to be good or not or a hit with the audience or not, so we're going to use a name that a lot of younger people know so that they're like, oh. I didn't even know about Jenna until Wednesday. I know so. about her from a few things, but she's in a lot of Disney Channel shows. Oh, really? So it's a yes, hmm. yeah. Hmm. That makes even more sense. Doesn't Disney own Adam's Family? Uh, I thought no. they did. I'm sorry. Probably wouldn't be on Netflix. Yeah, I don't my, know if Tim Burton oh, still right. worked for Disney. Right. I know he's breaking it off of Disney, Burton, but I don't it? know if he's breaking off of Disney from Maybe before or after Wednesday. 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 <laughs> I don't think it's Warner Bros. either because uh, it would be on HBO. Right. I have no idea what it is. Um, let's, you know, let's just remain silent until we figure it out. <sighs> let's Jared's just all think about it. I was, when we were talking about indie films, I just pulled up, like, my favorite one ever, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Ooh. And I looked up the streaming service it's on. Have you guys ever heard of iQiwi? I-Q-I-Y-I. iQiwi. No. Huh. Well, apparently it's on there. Feels like an acronym for something. Probably. <laughs> there's a lot of streaming services. You know what? Like, we streaming don't, worlds. There's there's a few that we just like don't talk about, like Tubby, Tubby and Peacock. You say Tubby? <laughs> Tubby. <laughs> uh, Tubby. Don't you know YouTube? <laughs> and then there's uh, a, and then there's the ones that you just never hear of, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like I, I Kiwi. <laughs> Kiwi. Yeah, whatever Tubby? that is. All right, let's rank streaming services. At the bottom, we've no, got Paramount we got- Plus. <laughs> Paramount <laughs> Plus is definitely at the bottom. We gotta get out of the studio. What are you talking about? We gotta end this. <laughs> yeah. Happy holidays, everybody. This has been a very festive episode here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do want to say before we wrap things up, thank you 
each and every one of you, even uh, the ones that came late. <laughs> it's always a pad. Hi, it's hi, patience. Patience. It has always been here. She's always been in the background. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for for another wonderful year. We're probably gonna do this again in the year in review for January of you know making such great content with me for for making this show what it is and you know i wouldn't i I wouldn't want any other people on the show other than you guys so thank you so much (laughs) so and thanks to you audience for tuning in every week or every other week or maybe just for this episode regardless it gives us the motivation to keep going Mm -hmm. uh and just uh also like feel a little appreciated whenever we put out some uh, extra side stuff or whatever. So thank you for not abandoning us in the cold, dark abyss of the Spotify <laughs> uh, backlogs. Thanks, Mom. I know she's listening. Or she will be, eventually. <laughs> Thanks, Tatum's Mom. <laughs> my dad's been a star, now thank my mom. Thank you, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I, I, you looked at me. I didn't have a special thanks ready. I was looking wow. at the time. I, 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 listen, I love everybody equally, so that we're, therefore no one gets credit. Love you guys. Okay, great. Happy All right, that's all the time for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another Delta Series episode here on Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show and on TikTok at Razzle underscore Dazzle underscore Show. If you like this episode, please let us know what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. See you on the next one.